How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. I feel way different. I feel way better than than what I was when I when I played that first game last year and I'm in a way better place. I'm very uh, optimistic, very confident about me getting back to where I want to be. Yeah, I am confident that I'm going to be the Ronnie Stanley that I, I know I can be and, you know, I still don't feel like I've played at, to my full potential and for me, I, I still want to play that and, and that's, you know, kind of where I'm pushing towards and what I expect out of my body and I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with what I'm seeing and where I am right now and you know, continued progression, and uh, I'm, I'm in a really good place. Yeah, this could very possibly be the week, you know, so um, I'm very close, and we'll talk it over with, uh, you know, the rest of the staff and coaches and whatnot, and we're going to make the best decision that's best for the team. That was Ronnie Stanley yesterday speaking in the locker room after practice and very, feeling pretty good about how he's feeling as they head into this game Sunday. He practiced in full on Wednesday and Thursday. Today, glorified walkthrough, but Ronnie Stanley was not out there during the portion of the practice that was available to the media. So I did see John Harbaugh did say that the weather won't have a bearing on who plays and who doesn't. It's supposed to rain on Sunday. But, Jason, after everything that happened yesterday, I guess not a great look to have him not out there on Friday. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about what it looks like or what, you know, about worrying about the perception game, but the, the reality is, based on what everyone was saying yesterday, it's a little surprising that on Friday, which is not an intense work day, no, that he's not able to go out there. Now, they, they also, though, have continued to say that Ronnie will be the, our guide, right? And uh-huh. each day is a new day. Yes. And he's got to judge where his mind is, where his body is, where his ankle is, and everything else. So just because he felt really good after the first padded practice didn't necessarily mean that Friday he would feel the same way. Um, we're not going to get too much insight into that because they made him available yesterday yes. and not now. And John Harbaugh, um, while, while he did expound on some things going on in the league when he met with the media uh, I guess within the hour, he didn't have anything to say about Ronnie Stanley's availability and basically pointed everyone towards the injury report, which is a couple hours away from coming back. My, my guess is I don't know anything. I haven't had a chance to make calls on this. But if he's not taking part in a light practice on Friday, then I suspect he's not playing. I, I don't know how else to interpret it. And I'm going to go back to what I said when they started this Wednesday. If you're going down this road and he's going to take almost every snap yeah. at practice, because that's what starters do, and the guy behind him 
didn't play any left tackle until a week ago and needs every yeah. rep he could possibly get. How is that calculus going to work? And they did make it clear that Ronnie Stanley wasn't just out there limited, wasn't just out there messing around. He was gearing up to play. So now if you do, Tim T-Bone, have to play Falele. Tim T-Bone. At left tackle. <laughs> it was like a Tim T-Bone, yes, I, I thought. I yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's like my McDaniel, yeah, McDonald yeah, thing. Yeah. Now I got Tebow, T-Bone. There's but, worse things you could call me. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, but I do think that is something to look out for in this game if the rookie right tackle is now, in fact, starting at left tackle and he's doing so in a week where he barely practiced there and it's Von Miller in the gang who barely played last week, right? They were only on the field for 30-some plays in 19 minutes and they're coming to town with arguably the best D-line in the league. It's con- uh, extremely concerning and... We saw what the Bills did with the Dolphins, held them to 212 total yards. Daniel Falele, he has yet to make a start at left tackle in his life. Doing it against Von Miller, future Hall of Famer, is not ideal at all. But we had on our guy Cordell Woodland in the final segment yesterday, and we asked him, is this a foregone conclusion that Ronnie's going to play? And Cordell kind of... said, I got to see it to believe it. Yeah, and I think that all of our eyebrows rose when he said that. But then today happens, he wasn't at practice, and Jeff Zerebeck of The Athletic, he put out a piece this morning talking about Stanley and how he was writing it. It sounds like it's far from a sure thing. But I go back to J.K. Dobbins, and they brought him along very slowly as well, and he practiced in full the entire week leading up to the Dolphins. And it surprised all of us when we were doing pregame that he was on the inactive list. So maybe they wanted this full week and then Uh, next week. i got to tell you, running back's different than left tackle, though. It is. You're right. You're right. And and I'll just say right here, he better play after taking all all the reps Wednesday and Thursday because now you're going into a situation where the kid, Falele, fared well in the second half on on this past Sunday. But now you're coming against the Bills and you got Von Miller and, 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 and they're... I just I think it's a recipe. For, they, there's, it's a recipe for disaster when you gave this kid no reps all week and now he's got to go back to left tackle. Yeah, I mean I think it, if that was the plan, then he should have been listed as limited. And, yes, and, and it should have been the week should have been handled differently. It seemed to me that the plan was we're going to ramp Ronnie up as much as possible, and if he keeps saying yes, then he's going to play. Now, yeah, again, no one knows what tomorrow is going to bring, and, and Harbaugh's been very clear in his messaging. But I would just say if if yesterday. They put out the APB to let everybody know that this is where it needs to be and it's in a great place and we're all on the same page. And that's the day they chose to have Stanley come out and meet the media. And Greg Roman saying, I've never seen him look better in my life. Like, maybe somebody should have hit the pause button on that. Because if this was about sending a message to the fan base that everybody's simpatico and there's really nothing to see here and it couldn't be going any better than it's going, and then the next day he's not available for a a, 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 a 70% do almost nothing glorified walk through Friday practice. That's odd. That's exactly where I was going to go. Why would you do that if he's not going to play? And, Ken, you said it yesterday, and you've said it a lot, where players aren't usually made available if they aren't going to be active that week. And for them, we were saying this yesterday, managing expectations, and Ronnie said, oh, I can hit another level over that 2019 All-Pro form. And Greg Roman saying he's in the best shape of his life and he's so explosive why 
say that and build up the expectations and basically lead on the fan base. Well, well, well they're setting up a scenario where there's one thing to assume. Right? Yes. And I'm, I'm couching this as an assumption. Yes. But that Ronnie Stanley woke up today and didn't feel as good as the last two days, mentally, physically, what have you, and now they're having to do a recalibration. But open locker rooms after practice. I, so, I, I think Ronnie, Ronnie at some point had to talk. Because, quite frankly, and I look at this, I feel like the team has been talking. I don't know, I don't have any inside information on this, but I think they're they're putting pressure on Ronnie because they're getting frustrated with Ronnie. Certainly so, seems like it. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, it's easy to, for me to read into the fact that you know what, Ronnie, it's, it's put up a shut up time. But then when he makes the decision to talk, and I feel like he did need to talk because, quite frankly, there's a portion of this fan base that thinks he's just got his bag and he's not interested in playing anymore. When he talks and says what he says. Because it's one thing when Roman says it. Right. But when Ronnie says it, and then you come back the next day and you don't practice in a glorified walkthrough. And now the coach has nothing to say about yeah, it. Now yeah. the coach is like, just look at the injury report. Uh, I, it's, it's, it ain't good. But, but did it, did, I mean, again, take out yesterday's kumbaya session. Yes. Did anybody sitting, the three of us, think this was going to be smooth, that it was going to be? No, no, smooth, like there was no. Go, like there was going to be a master plan and it was going to work out for everybody? Smooth, like, no, but I thought it he was just, playing it just It was a disaster last year. Yeah. The expectation that somehow this was going to be this, like, copacetic, you know, process where everybody knew. Like, it's just, it's not that way. Like, it was never going to be that way. That's why I think you had to be really careful about when you kind of threw the bat signal up and had everybody sort of gushing about how amazing this guy looks. And in hindsight, maybe that was a little too soon. Or, 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 or you can't even play that game because you just keep going back to this man has to decide from day to day, what he feels like he yeah. can do and can't do. And today, at, for the, at least, it seems like he felt like he could do a whole lot less than the, than, the, than the previous two days. I said on Monday that I did not expect him to play this Sunday against the Bills, but once he practiced in full, once he practiced in full back-to-back days, oh, yeah, I thought that he was going to play. But it's also this. He has missed 30 of his last 31 games, and... There is no telling whether or not when he does make his season debut that it's not a repeat of last year against the Raiders. We have no idea, and it goes back to Cordell's point. you got to see it to believe it. I mean, once he's on the field, even next week, guys, I mean, who's to say he doesn't practice in full Wednesday and Thursday next week? And he well, uh, no, there's no way to know. I mean, we have no point, idea. It's, like, it, you got to see it to believe it, like Cordell said. Well, they've done Daniel Flele no favors if he's got to play left tackle this Sunday. But come – we got a big show. Uh, our guests always are the same, well, usually the same on Fridays. Ariel Epstein's going to join us at 3 o'clock. This week, though, Steve Tasker, former Bills All-Pro, now with WGR Sports Radio 550 in Buffalo. We'll talk Bills with him at 4.30. And happy hour with Bobby DePaul, Friday at 5. Yeah, it's a football Friday, so we'll have plenty of our picks. Um, we'll review and preview. Some, well, we'll review last night. We'll preview some of the games coming up this week and obviously um, – Keep a close eye on this situation with Tua Tungavaloa, yes. which obviously um, that was a scene last night that I think made anybody uh, who watched it feel sick in their stomach. Yeah, I coming up next here on the program, we're live from the Cross Street Market, so come on down and see us. Beautiful setup here at the Cross Street Market. Tons of places to eat, drink, be merry. Come on out and see us here at the Cross Street Market. But coming up next, John Harbaugh has an update on Jason Pierre-Paul. Are we going to see him on Sunday? We'll discuss next year on The Fan. Inside Access. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's not just a radio show. This is your inside access to the facts that others ignore. Jason LaCavora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. He looks like he's had a full week of practice with us, you know, but uh, he, uh, he, he, he does. He's done. He's worked hard. He's in great spirit. He's, uh, worked very hard to learn the defense that he's going to need to know. And, uh, you know, I'm just not, I'm probably not going to comment on who's going to play or not play in this game, but, uh, you know, kudos to him. He's been putting the work in and he's had a nice week of practice. Yeah, don't, you know, if you, if you tell us now, the other team's got two hours of lead time to. <laughs> Bill's injury report's out. Oh, well. You know, so they, the Ravens got a head start on the Bills. Uh, that was him talking on uh, about JPP, Harbaugh talking about JPP. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, for his part, talked to the media today and said he's ready to go for Sunday. Yeah. So we're going to see him. Interestingly enough, our own Cordell Woodland talked to Justin Houston, who has not practiced all week. Right. And he said he feels good. I'll be good, which yeah. sounds like it's it's like a Gabe Davis situation in Buffalo. He didn't practice all week, but has told the media he's going to play on Sunday. Yeah, I, I mean, look – Judging from the way Harbaugh talked about JPP, and he said he's not going to, you know, go uh, clarify his full roster status. I, it sounds. I mean, I, I can't imagine he's not playing in this game unless something happens in the next forty-eight hours. But where things stand right now, it certainly sounds like he's going to have a role. And, and if Justin Houston can go too, that's huge. You know, most teams actually have a rotation. <laughs> an outside linebacker slash DN. They yeah. just don't have, you know, three or four dudes. Um, I mean, Buffalo goes about 10 deep on their defensive line. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think either of those is mutually exclusive. I, I think JPP plays, but he should be on a pitch count. Justin Houston um, is clearly not 100%, but he says he's going to go. That's great. Always been playing more pass rush snaps than any outside linebacker in the NFL. 
that's not bringing out the best in him. So they've got to find a way, T-Bone, to make those numbers from a play snap standpoint um, produce more effectiveness and, and more pressure. Well, the good news for the Ravens is the Bills' offensive line is banged up, and they've kind of been struggling. Mitch Moore suffered an injury. Ryan Bates uh, is in the concussion protocol. So that should play in their favor, but they got to get Adafi away going. He's the young guy. They have to get him going. And as far as Justin Houston, you give the nod to the veteran, right? And I think John Harbaugh has done this in the past where – if there was a guy that's going to go without a snap of practice this week, it's someone with the pedigree of Justin Houston who has over 100 sacks in his career. Jason Pierre-Paul, he was talking to the media. He said he's going to play this week, and he also said he played last year with a torn rotator cup, cuff, and a biceps damage, so he essentially played. Said he couldn't grab. Yeah, with one yeah. arm, but... Hurt guys get uh, stay hurt. He has had several injuries throughout his career. I would just expect him on obvious passing downs this week. Yeah, but the Bills are all as Jason pointed out yesterday. Uh, think, yeah, the Bills are correct. always yeah. in can't, all. Can't obvious run the football. Yards. I mean, can't run the football. Well, they're, they're, look, they're not throwing it quite as much as they did under Brian Dable. But they, any down, any op- opportunity, any possibility down and distance wise could be a passing opportunity. I wonder if this brings something else out in Oway, and that's not to imply that this is like an effort thing, but like, all right, we didn't even get through the first month, and now they're bringing in another dude to do Mm. what I do, and it's an older guy with a much higher pedigree and with, you know, years of experience, and he knows how to set people up, and he knows how to counter, and he knows how to fake, and he knows how to to sort of do something early in the game to allow himself to capitalize. All the things that Oway doesn't do. All the things he's still trying to build in his toolkit, maybe... With him playing fewer reps, and maybe with there being another veteran around, I don't know. I mean, maybe and maybe I'm maybe just grasping wakes, at straws, yeah, wakes but up. maybe something else kicks in. Yeah, it's like a wake-up call for him. Like, like okay, yeah, I got it. But here's the thing. It doesn't seem like it's an effort. No, thing. I don't think it's effort, yeah. but it, it, less can be more. Yeah. I mean, for these kids, a playing lot of 90% times, of snaps, less yeah. is more. You, less has been more for Patrick Queen throughout his career. Kyle Less Hamilton. is certainly more for Kyle Hamilton right now. And as much as we think about OA, and a lot of people are saying year two, defensive <laughs> defensive MVP candidate for the league, uh, not even the team, um, I think we do need to be cognizant of uh, he's still a guy who has a lot of development to go. And you said it, Jason. It's having that rotation, and now you're at least getting more bodies. We were hammering on them early on after the 53-man roster. They kept just two outside linebackers. Now you got JPP, you have Adafi Owe, you have Justin Houston, Brandon Copeland probably will get elevated this week. You're hoping after this week, Tyus Bowser, eligible to come off pup, another body that they can add to the rotation. So Adafi Owe doesn't have to play 81% of the snaps like he did against New England. Yeah, I, I, you talk about bringing one more body in, but they're still thin at the position. Absolutely. So how many fewer snaps is Owe going to have? Because you got two old guys that are going to be on pitch counts, one because he just got here, and the other one because he's not 100%. So, like, it, like... It's still not ideal, yeah, Ken. I'm yeah. not saying them bringing in yeah. Jason Pierre-Paul is going to just jumpstart this pass rush. I'm just saying from a spot, more bodies, so less snaps for Houston and Owen. Their reality is the same as it's been for two or three years now. The, the, the only time they get pressure 
is when they bring five or more, and they don't even get as much pressure in those situations as you would like. Their, their hit rate, their batting average is not nearly as high as you would hope for when they do blitz. Um, it's not something that I think McDonald wants to do willingly. I, I think if you went back and asked him, you know, is this how you thought September would look like? Yeah. That you'd be around the league average in your blitz rate and, and, you know, you'd have to be protecting Kyle Hamilton in some past situations and you'd already be wondering about your corner depth and Owe wouldn't even have a quarterback hit. I don't, I don't think that's how they scripted it, but, but it is what it is. And they're probably going to have to live and die with the blitz unless or until Owe becomes a game-to-game, snap-to-snap factor. Or maybe, you know, they find the fountain of youth with, with the right rotation with some of these older guys. Um, but it's a problem, and this is a, an, it's an acute problem mm-hmm. against this quarterback and this offense. We talked a lot heading into the year that this team had a litany of ifs. If the pass rush can get going, if Patrick Queen can take a step in year three, if the uh, cornerback depth beyond Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey can step up, and even Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey coming off injury and getting back to that form. And the reality is the majority of those ifs haven't came through. Tell you what's not an if. It's not an if whether or not we're doing X factors. Oh, oh yeah. People, Come on. The Most people demanded segment. it. And X factors are back now oh. with even more X factors. As T Bone's triple the X factors. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, I, the Can't people. Get enough. It's it's funny that the amount of response we got after week one. Yeah. People said, "Where are X factors? Do X factors every Friday?" Well, the people asked for it. It's back. We give our X factors next here on the fan. Inside, inside, inside. access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Inside access to breaking news. Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. In what we like to call the people segment, because they brought it back, <laughs> it's X Factors. 
And Sell we, it harder. Yeah. Sell it a little well, harder, I'm GG. I'm just telling you what happened after yeah. week one because okay. we didn't have it. I missed that, yeah. but well, I trust you. Well, you don't you don't look at your mentions like I do. I don't. You're yeah. right. Well, the, mentions, yeah. the mentions were chock yeah. full yeah. Chock of, full of where X was X Factor? What happened to X Factor? Yeah, I got Twitter, Facebook, everything. But that's all the on socials. me. I put the rundown together. Yeah. That's on me. I'll yeah. live, I have to live with that the yeah. rest of my life. They said, where are the X Factor? So we brought it back for the people. And now we add T-Bone to the mix. So yes. all three of us. We'll be giving a lot X factors. Of, a lot of X factors. And so, around. yeah. So, since T Bone, it's his maiden voyage. We'll let him go first. Ooh, no pressure, T Bone. Well, I had Ronnie Stanley in there. So, so, <laughs> so, so do I. I, I, think oh, you, I, I, I think you can still leave him in. If, if he plays still or not, him? he's an X factor. Yeah. He's the ultimate X factor. <laughs> yes. So, Ronnie Stanley, last time we saw him play, week one last year against the Raiders, he had, I don't even think arguably, it was the worst game of his career Might up until that point. Might have been the worst game anybody played a tackle last year uh, anywhere in the league it's arguable yes and and they had Villanueva who might have been the worst performance from a right tackle yes. so it was at the same time where they might as well have put out traffic cones and they would have had the same effect against Yannick Ngaku and Gaku and Max, Max Crosby, Crosby but yeah. with Von Miller coming to town they gotta keep Lamar Jackson upright and to the offensive line's credit they've been great at pass protection this year they're tied for the least amount of quarterback hits through three games. Yeah, he's an X factor for me. Now there's like other X. Now, now because of his Stanley's sort of nebulous status, right? That makes Falele a yes, absolutely. <laughs> and and I can't help but wonder. And we'll move off of this topic because I know we've talked about it a lot. And there's other things to this game, but I also wonder, like, if this goes real bad, and I think it might if this kid's got to play with no practice against them, then Patrick McCarry starts to become an X factor for me too. Mm-hmm. Because I think at some point you got to flop, you're going to have to tell Morgan Moses, I, I don't know whatever we told you. Gigi says they made a deal with the devil. And it, it, I just, what, they, I'm he, what I've he, heard. He, 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 he said I'll never, ever, ever play a no, snap. No, he just said I'm not going to play a tackle. But I'm just saying, like, things happen. Well, I, I don't know. Like, against this D-line, you, you might have to – Get creative and more than just helping Falele with the back. But you're the same guy that said, chip. "Don't play a right tackle, left tackle." Jawan James will right tackle, and you got mad the whole summer. They tried playing the because they didn't get anybody else. They didn't get yeah. a real left tackle. Well, this is their they, this is their Frankenstein, not well, mine. Well, they, Don't put it on me. This I is said, the, I said at the very least, a, go get Jason Peters. As in the Godfather, sake. this is the business they've chosen, and they're stuck with a bunch of right tackles. Well, I'm just saying, a little bit of prediction. I personally, if Falele has to start this game. I'll make a little prediction that by the third quarter, Morgan Moses is on the left side. My next X factor, I'm assuming he's on Ken's list, it's Travis Jones. And the interior of their offensive line, Mitch Morse, he is questionable with an elbow injury. He's been limited all week. Roger Saffold, he struggled for them through three games. And Ryan Bates, he had the concussion. He's not even listed on the injury report as far as his status. But I think there's a possibility there for them to get interior pass rush. And Jones flashed some. He wasn't extremely disruptive. But if they can get pressure up the middle on Josh Allen, that would be huge. Uh, you're, I'm close. I did not have Jones, but I have Matabike. I, I think Matabike has been kind of Jekyll and Hyde this year so far, where sometimes he looks great and sometimes he's just there. Two out of three ain't yeah. bad, as uh, the great Meatloaf once yeah, said. Yeah, he did say that. Uh I got Matabike as an X factor. I need him to be disruptive Sunday. Um, I guess should I give my second Ravens yeah. X factor? No, why not? That's right, because you do two and two. All right, well, I've got three and two no. this oh. week. Wow. Um, Brandon Stevens for me is an X factor. He's on my it's list. It's clear they wanted Brandon Stevens to be uh, someone to take a lot of the heat off of 
Hamilton. And Brandon Stevens struggled so much in a matchup that I don't think should have been horrible for him, but it turned out to be with Devontae Parker to where he's on the pine, and now you're getting more Hamilton out there. To me, these two are linked together. And against Josh Allen? I mean, this is <laughs> Mac Jones and Devontae Parker compared to Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? And that's yeah. not to say that I think Stevens is going to be on Diggs. That's why you're paying Marlon Humphrey $20 million a year. But there's a lot of different matchups out there that Gabe can be Davis. tricky. Gabe Davis, McKenzie. So I'm just saying Brandon Stevens is an important player to this team, and it's some Kyle Hamilton insurance. He, he's on my list as well, and he struggled against the Patriots, but he missed the Dolphins game. He just looked a step too slow. I think that injury was still bothering him, and you can't be a step too slow against any of these guys because if they beat you deep, it can go for a long touchdown. Another X factor for me, maybe it's putting a lot of pressure on him, but JPP, come wow. on down. Yes, J- uh, Jason, yeah. Pierre, Paul. They need to get pass rush from somewhere, and this was my assumption that Justin Houston was not playing. He was mm-hmm. not at practice today. He did not practice all week long. JPP is going to get some run, and what kind of shape is he in? He wasn't at training camp. He definitely isn't in full football shape, but if he can get a quarterback hit in this game, that's one more quarterback hit than Adafi Owe has through three weeks. So JPP is an X Factor. I I did not put him. I I have Marcus Peters as an X Factor. I think he's finally healthy. He's going to factor in my bold predictions later in the show, and I think Marcus Peters is is, uh, closing in on being the guy – he was before, and I think he's going to be a big factor in this game. By your definition, Jason, is he an X factor? I'll let it slide. You let it, okay. I'll let it slide. Um, I, I don't think there was any reason to even question it. <laughs> I was just matter curious. Fact, well, I was that's, curious. That's, that's, that's yeah, Debo. I, 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 yeah. well, I know. I know. Jason likes to give you a lot of crap about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need a whole lot of provocation. Though. Yeah. Um, my third and final Ravens X factor is Pat Ricard, and maybe I should he's call him X factor everywhere. Maybe I should call him the Y factor. Because I think it's clear that there's some issues with Nick Boyle. I think they're going to have to be incredibly effective running and throwing the ball out of heavy sets or sets that at least, at least appear to be heavy because there's a fullback and two tight ends on the field. Um, I could see Pat Ricard catching a couple balls. I could see Patrick Ricard running short yardage a few times. And I could see him playing even more than the 65% uh, of the snaps he's basically been playing this year to this point. I think he's the second or third most important element to this entire offense, and I have a feeling he's going to be a big part of Giro's game plan um, beyond just blocking assignments. But especially if it's Falele on the left side, Pat Ricard becomes even more important. He'll be he'll be joined at that kid's hip. I want to see him in another catch-and-run situation because if you're, if you're a DB, you're making a business decision with a 300-pound man we, with a full head of steam. We joked at training camp after he ran over, I think, Marcus Williams that that should be an early play every week just to <laughs> shake the cobwebs out of some safety or, or, or corner trying to tackle that guy. Remember that Titans playoff game where he had three or four touches on the second-half opening yeah, drive? Yeah. That's, that's setting the tone. My, my final X factor, I'm digging a little deep here, Justice Hill. And I keep clamoring for more touches, more touches. He had that 34-yard run last week. I just think you can get some explosion in the run game with Justice Hill. He's the de facto home run hitter right now with J.K. Dobbins still recovering. I still expect J.K. and him to really split carries. Mm -hmm. Uh, J.K. had seven carries to Justice Hill's six. 
I want to see Justice Hill with more than six carries, and they're going to need a run game so against you, the Bills. You ignored the other team. You didn't understand yeah. the assignment. No, I, you did I, understand. I can. I, I think you understood the assignment. Per- no, I think you understood I'll, the assignment perfectly. I'll, I'll mix it up uh, next there, week. There are two more. Uh, I'll well, mix it up. You're done. No? no, I have one more. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I have one more, and it reminded me when we were listening to Doug Farrar. Uh, he was on Wednesday and then spoke Thursday, and he said one of the things you can see with Lamar with the light bulb coming on is that it's not just the Mark Andrews show. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me that Devin Duvernay has made a big play in every game this yes, year. He has. And I think that's going to continue. He's an X factor. Uh, oh, they're going to need him in the return it, game, it, too. It I wouldn't think. surprise me if Devin Duvernay sees pay dirt at least once on Sunday. But that's, uh, that'll be, I'll give you more of that Ooh. in my uh, bold yeah, prediction. Long term tease. It, tease, tease. It, tease yeah. it. Um, from the Buffalo side of things, a couple guys who stand out to me. T Bone alluded to one of them is center Mitch Morse. And the offense is much more efficient with him under center. I was watching as he got hurt week one. The backup comes in, snaps are off. And, and you know, there's a precision element to that offense, and they're in the gun a lot. And when Josh Allen has to keep reaching for things to collect the ball from a bad snap before he runs or throws it, it throws things off. So um, if Morse can play and he's questionable, I think that's a big lift to their offense. Um, And I think it means a longer day for Calais Campbell and the guys on the inside. And then Matt Milano is a do-everything linebacker for them, and I think they're going to play a lot of – they play zone. I mean, they play almost exclusively zone. That's what Leslie Frazier believes in. Um, I think this kid's going to have a chance to run around on underneath and intermediate routes because that's where they're going to try to force Lamar to throw the ball. And he has really good instincts, and he can close. And I just wonder if he gets his hand on a pass or two, and maybe that's a, a key play, a key moment in this game. Inside Access, we're live here at Cross Street Market. Come on out and see us. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. We go till 6, and then it's Baltimore baseball tonight as the Orioles are in Yankee Stadium, Bob Haney and Bill Ripken at 6 o'clock. And coming up next, we do have to get to those Orioles, and we'll recap what we saw yesterday. Uh, Cal Stowers got to face hey, a lefty. Hey, hey, how about that? I wonder how that went. We'll discuss next year on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. 
Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering everything sports every day. 1057 The Fan. One one is drilled high and deep toward the triangle in right center field. Kike back. Kike looks up and it is gone. Kyle Stowers has tied the game at three with a home run into the Red Sox bullpen. And he swings and grounds one into right center, but the second baseman is there. Chang fires in time. Ball game over. The Red Sox win it. Yeah, love the result. Great swing on it. It's not that I don't like them against left. It's just that we, a lot of times we have guys that are swinging the bat well against left-handed uh, pitchers and uh, gave him an opportunity there, and he came through. Well, you heard the uh, okay. highlight. Uh, Kyle Stowers hits the home run off the lefty. Then the final out. Orioles lose 5-3 in Boston. J.D. Martinez hits a two-run homer off of uh, Dylan Tate in the eighth inning. That's the difference. And then Brandon Hyde after the game, he says, uh, it's not that I don't like him against lefties. Right. Uh, they got guys that hit lefties, uh-huh. though. I, I haven't seen one down the stretch, and he's only swung once against a lefty before, and the likes of Jesus Aguilar getting at bats before Kyle Stowers. If that's the answer, then just go the Jim Hunter route and blame the supercomputer. Like, blame the computer brain that runs the organization. Like, hey, Jim like, Hunter's not that, the only one that thinks that. Yeah. I think that. Forty, forty said it. Yeah, forty said it. Analytic, I don't think Brandon Hyde puts his lineup together by himself. I don't think he puts it together by himself, but I think he has final say over it. I don't think so. But, but Jason, what is the logic? Not like he had better lefty splits in the in well, the minor. Saying why and would it be the computer? What, but it, what's Hyde's rationale? Like none of it makes sense. I mean, we've seen them lean into situations where guys have reverse splits. So it's so if, if we're going by the numbers, then he's got reverse splits That's in the minor leagues. Exactly. Give him a chance to do it up here. Regardless, the kid, like, is that, I mean, when the lineup comes out the rest of the year, Kyle Stowers is in it, right? Like, Absolutely. Like, what what, what more does he have to do? He's got, what, three at, or four home at, runs? He barely plays. At this point in the season, there is no reason to be playing Jesus Aguilar at all. I don't care if the pitcher's ambidextrous. Yeah. I don't care if he's an amphibian. Throwing sidearm or underarm. I would love to see an amphibious. Me too. I'd yeah, like to yeah, see an cool. amphibious pitcher yeah. throwing sidearm. Yeah. But I'd still give Stowers his licks at him. And I'm not saying that I'm that's. I think Stowers is going to be an, an absolutely positively everyday major leaguer. But there's only one real way to find out. And there's another cavalry coming behind him with Kowser and these guys. So like, and I don't think they're going to be dying to give away Santander. I, I just don't. Same thing with Mullins. So, mm-hmm. you know, can Stowers replace Hayes if Hayes is a trade piece or, or what have you? Or maybe Stowers is just part of a really cool platoon. But let him face a few. Like, let this happen, for God's sake, before we 
we deem it, you know, a success or failure. Let him show that he can't do it. He had one other occurrence when he was the replacement in Toronto for Santander. He was hit by a pitch. Yeah. And then this uh, appearance with Strom, who he was the same pitcher where he was taken out to yeah. put Jesus Aguilar in. Now who six flew out of the first pitch. Exactly. Now six games is not a big enough sample size either. But let's see. Let's see him struggle and show that he can't do it at the major league level before you don't put him in. Because you can't tell me that it's not in his head. Well, He's showing, well, the skipper doesn't have any faith in, well, as in Jason, these situations. Well, as Jason alluded to yesterday, I, I cite the Bad News Bears sequel where they said let them play, let them play. Just let the damn kids play the rest of the year. And, and let's see them. And uh, hopefully we see Grayson at some point for the year's over. But... With six games left in a year that is not going to the postseason, Kyle Stowers' name should be in the lineup every night. Uh, agreed. Um, agreed. I was hoping a week ago, ten days ago, that when we got to this series, you know, the narrative would be, well, the Yankees don't have much to play for, mm-hmm. and, you know, this is a, they're just going to try to start setting up their rotation and things for the playoffs because they're kind of locked in. So maybe there won't be as much juice on their side, and the O's, you know, could could win this series. But now we got this the Aaron Judge thing, oh, yes. yeah. so I think there's going to be plenty of adrenaline in the Yankees clubhouse, and the whole world or, you know, country North America is going to be watching these at-bats, whether they want to or not. So I'll be interested to see what that brings out in this, you know, in, out of this young Orioles team that's been licking their wounds a little bit lately. And you're going against a team that, they have not fared well against. And to be fair, they were playing the Yankees at the beginning of the season yes. when they were world beaters. But on the year, they are 5-11. and 11. So get this series win. You play Toronto. And if you win that series, you have a winning record against Toronto, which would be a big uh, feat for them on the season. Now, I, I got the numbers against uh, the AL East. And unfortunately, them dropping uh, yesterday's game, the Red Sox take the season series. They haven't won a season series against Boston since 2017. But just running down the numbers, they were 9-10 and 10 against the Rays. The Rays dominated them last yeah. year. Orioles had two I, chances to win that yes, series. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yankees, I already said 5-11, and 11, but the bulk of that was the beginning of the season, and they're 8-8 eight and eight against the Blue Jays. So we always talk about the big bad AL East. They played with them this year. Well, and a lot of those games were in April when they went seven to fourteen. Clear, far and away, their worst mm-hmm. month of the season. And there was, you know, early season drubbings by. Well, they got swept by the Rays to start the year, yeah. right? And then the yep. Yankees came into town, and you had Judge crying about the short porch or the short porch becoming a long make porch. A, make a, a ballpark, yeah, yeah build yeah, a park, yeah. And uh, you know, so but since then, since May, um, the Orioles have been highly competitive within this division, and. Again, we'll have plenty of time to start talking about the hot stove next week, so I don't want to get too deep into it. But it, it, I think it's become readily apparent as this team has run out of steam what Michael Elias and co. need to do, and it's it's beyond finding a starting pitcher. It's it's addressing um, this lineup and a few guys with a different approach, like a tried-and-true different approach and a little more pop. You know, I think, it's two, I think it's two people. I don't think it's going to be Carlos Correa. Well, that's my guy. But I think it's going to be a couple of hitters to stretch this lineup out and to give them a buffer so people aren't clamoring for Colton Kowser when he has, you know, when he starts off batting 400 yeah. the first month in Norfolk. And Connor Norby doing the same. Yeah. <laughs> Which are good problems to have. Yes. But, again, 
not everyone's going to come up here and light the world on fire. And this team has shown that there's enough of a core there and there's enough sort of energy and, and they've, got the, they've got the right vibe. They've got a lot of the right pieces. Now they need to give them a little more help. Orioles and Yankees tonight. That's a, a 7.05 start. Jordan Lyles and Domingo Herman. Remember Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney, Bill Ripkins, the last Baltimore baseball tonight show of 2022 tonight at 6 here on the fan. And as you said, uh, it's gonna, the series is going to get a lot of attention and none of it because of the Orioles. No, I mean, the, the, the Orioles were the, arguably the best team in baseball for most of the season, but we're close to the postseason. You know what I mean? The well, tension is turning. Arguably the most interesting. Not the best yeah, team best in baseball. Team, no. I would best say story. I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant yeah. to say best story. Like best feel-good yes. story in baseball. Not to Buster. Yeah. Well, but even <laughs> even now, I mean, again, the, that's the, you got teams about to make hay in the postseason. you got people setting records, at least American League records. Um, so you're right. This series is going to be more about the Yankees than the Orioles. But hopefully they find a way to at least win one of these three games. Yeah, it'd be nice. Hey, all I want is them to win two more baseball games. Two out of six. Above 500. Give me 82 that and 80. Great. 82 and 80 would be a beautiful thing. And, I'll and sign would, up for it. And it would also be a nice way to head into the offseason to get ready for 2023. And, and this being the first hot stove season that we're going to be interested in in a long time. Oh, we'll be talking plenty about it. Yeah, like in years past, it's what? We don't even look at a free journeyman. Agent list. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to be traded? Who cares? Yeah. Like, they're not coming here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Well, worm's turn. No, it's, it, this is, uh, it, it's left-off time, as Michael Elias says. Hey, coming up next, all those bettors out there, get your money ready. Ariel Epstein, Yahoo Sportsbook, is going to tell you where to put your money next here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason and Ken. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.